This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the War Vessel Radio podcast. Today, I am with a very special guest, my sister, Emma, who went out to Ellerslie with me. And it is really, really awesome to be on a podcast with your sister talking about Jesus. This is cool stuff, people. (laughs) You can do this. You should do it. So we're going to do some would you rather questions as an introductory um, thing here. So Emma, would you rather have a rewind button or a, what was the other one? A rewind. A pause button. Or a pause button. That's right. Uh... I would rather have a pause button. Why is that? Because I feel like I don't really want to reverse my life. All right. Next question. Would you rather say everything on your mind or never speak again? I would rather never speak again. Sign language is a thing. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. It would be kind of awkward if everything you ever thought came yeah. right out of your mouth. <laughs> All right, I'm going to ask you some questions. So, would you rather be able to fly for one day or be completely invisible for one day? Be completely invisible for one day. Are you kidding me? That'd be epic. Think about the stuff you could do. I can't think of any good yeah, things. Yeah, it's like you could spy on people, but that's about it. Okay, so then I also have a really weird one. Would you rather have a head the size of a watermelon or have a head the size of a tennis ball? Uh, this is like, would you rather have <laughs> teeth for hair or hair for teeth? It's just, ugh, it's uncomfortable to even think this about. This is a bad question. Um, I think I'd rather have a watermelon, but it'd have to be a human-sized watermelon. You know, yeah. you get those big, huge watermelons in the store, but then they have the little teeny ones yeah, that you are could like have a, more human-sized. A head-sized watermelon. Okay. Yeah. Either that or a head-sized tennis ball. But yes, watermelon. <laughs> All uh, right. So we, Emma and I have been kind of, for the last week and or more, been kind of revving up for this series that we're, we're starting together. And it actually came, it's, this is actually Emma's idea and kind of what she has, what's been on her heart. So I'm excited to dig into this with her. But we're, we're going to be in Psalm 37 for the next couple episodes at least. And today, the theme is kind of your heart. And today we're talking about the abiding heart. Or And, and depending on what version you have, it's, we're focusing mainly on three today, but kind of three and four in tandem, but mostly three. And if you read Psalm 37, three, it says, Trust in the Lord and do good, Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. And then continuing into verse 4, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. So that's kind of the sum of what we're going to be talking about today. And we could talk for probably (laughs) 12,000 years on just those two things. So Emma, what has the Lord been just impressing upon your heart through your study of this? So I... 
recently came upon this passage and it really stood out to me. Um, So I just want to read verses 1 through 11 to give a little bit of context uh, to the verses we're going to be focusing on this week. So starting in verse 1, Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as a green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. So as you can tell, this is a pretty strong passage, um, and it goes on, and it's just really cool. But jumping back to verse 3, I first read this, and I just thought that it was really reassuring, but the more I dove into it and started studying it out, the more profound it became. So in verse 3, it says, trust in the Lord and do good. Um, and I started to look out, look for the definitions of trust. Um, and it was really cool because one of the words that can be used to describe trust is rest. Um, and so you can read that as rest in the Lord. Uh, and just trusting that he is holding you and that he is going to lift you up and protect you. Uh, and then that goes right into and do good. And that can sometimes be a tricky thing. It quickly becomes like, oh, I just need to start doing all of these good things. And it doesn't come from a heart of trust, but out of this fear that you need to do something in order for the Lord to um, look kindly upon you in a way. But when I started studying this and I realized that the Lord is asking us to rest in him and out of that rest, out of that rest in our hearts, to allow that overflow to cause us to desire to do good in our lives, to desire to um, live in righteousness. Um, So yeah, just that idea of doing good, it's also the same as in Genesis where where the Lord says, it is good. Um, And I thought that that was kind of a cool connection because it brings a different look at what it means to do good. Um, And so then moving into the rest of verse 3, it says, Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. And when I first read through this entire passage of Psalm 37, uh, the word that really stuck out to me was feed. 
feed on his faithfulness. And I know that that's a little bit odd, but at the time I was going through kind of this time where I was not pressing into the Lord and I was feeling very thirsty and very in need of sustenance. And so that word just really struck out, stuck out to me. So, um, reading through that again, dwell in the land. Um, what does that even mean? And I was just thinking about it and praying about it. And I realized the land is our spiritual promised land, the place that the Lord has asked us to be and asked us to abide in. And so this is where our abiding heart theme for this episode comes in because another word for dwell is abide Um, and abide means to remain and to settle down into and so when you think about that and you think about trusting in the Lord um, and resting in him it's really similar um, to dwelling in him to abiding in him And in the Hebrew, these words, uh, trust and do good and dwell and feed, they are actually called imperatives. And that means that they are commands. Like, it's not just, these are things that you should do. These are things that would be a really great idea. Um, But this is what the Lord is asking us to do. He's telling us, this is righteousness. This is what you, um, this is what I've asked you to be when I have set you apart. Mm. And so just realizing, like, when you read through this and you see, like, this is what the Lord is asking us to do. He's telling us, trust in me. Allow that trust to flow into your life and into actions of goodness and dwell in me. And then when you read, um, feed on his faithfulness, uh, with the idea of the imperative in the Hebrew, it's actually thou shalt be fed um, in the KJV. So that means that when we are dwelling, when we are abiding in the Lord, he is going to feed us. He is going to be faithful and he is going to sustain us. Um, and it's really cool because this tiny verse right here paints this incredible picture of um, a shepherd and his sheep. When you dive into the root of this, into the Hebrew, you see that all of the definitions of these words in this one little verse um, create this picture of dependency um, on our shepherd. He is saying, dwell in this land that I have for you, this land where I know exactly what you need to sustain you. And when you do that, I will feed you. I will sustain you. And it's just, it's really beautiful. And it was so encouraging to my heart to start diving into this and realizing that um, it's not dependent upon me. Like this is not coming out of a striving for me to do more um, 
because that tends to lead to a great deal of frustration. But this is the Lord asking me to rest in him, to abide in him, and to allow my heart to be held and upheld by him, even in the trials and tribulations that come. And so I just have been super excited about realizing these things, and um, it's just been really special to be able to look at this one verse and realize that Jesus is my dwelling place, and I can abide in him and be sustained by his faithfulness. So, any thoughts on that, Jake? Wow, she should get her own podcast. That, <laughs> that was awesome. You did, wow, you just picked that up and ran with it. That was really cool. And you touched everything we were going to talk about. I like, I like, I'd never read this before. You brought this up about it being an imperative that, like, all these, and as I was doing my own research, and uh, just all through this, down to like, you know, as you're reading through the other verses, you know, trust in the Lord and do good. Both of those are imperatives. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Imperatives. These are commands. Delight yourself also in the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him. Command, command, command. And I love that it's not optional. I, I know so many times in my own life, I get to... I just know I don't dwell. Mm -hmm. Like I choose my own path. And going back to that shepherd sheep thing, that which is beautiful as you read the rest of Psalm mm -hmm. 37, that looking at that, which you also brought out, and I had never read it in that light. <laughs> we have Emma's just being led by the Holy Spirit. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, but going back to that, you know, as a sheep, spiritually, I oftentimes choose my own way and do not trust the command of my shepherd. And I leave the green pastures that he's already given me and wander off in my own, in my own uh, place. And I think one way that I especially do this just in my own life and something that uh, I've been talking with others about and thinking in my own life is prayer. How, how often, I, you know, I, the direct communication between the shepherd and the sheep, I either I'm not listening to him or I'm not communicating back to him. And so that's something that I'm working on. I think that is how we learn to dwell and we learn not to go astray is by heeding the shepherd's voice. When I, in my natural inclination, try to go my own way, you know, Jesus is calling me back to him and it's mm -hmm. learning to recognize his voice and become comfortable with his voice. You know, I think a lot of us as Christians, we're not comfortable with hearing the shepherd's voice. We're, yeah. we're used to hearing our own voice. Mm. And so that's something that in my own heart, the Lord's been working on is seeking times of quietness and peacefulness uh, to search his voice. What I also, another thing that I liked about this is you brought this up again, is that this is talk, it's a spiritual, you know, promised land. <laughs> and yeah. that the feeding on his faithfulness, thats a it's a spiritual element. I kind of lost my train. Oh, and you know, I tend to think of faithfulness often in my physical like world. I can look around like, Lord, I am lacking. Right. I am lacking yeah. in this area. <laughs> I am clearly not being fed, whether mm -hmm. that be, you know, 
my vehicle's not running well, I don't have a good supply of money or not a stable supply of money, you know, my job or friendships or whatever, social areas, there just seems to be a deficiency. And that is not really the faithfulness that, that's actually what's supposed to draw us back to Christ are those deficiencies. Right. And, or to point us back to Christ, because the point is he's faithful in our lives no matter what our situation yeah. is. And it's not necessarily the physical aspects. It's uh, the spiritual that he's providing us with and saying, you know, I have provided you with everything you need to get through this. And um, out of Ellerslie, the theme of what this was often with missionaries in, mm-hmm. you know, difficult places, they're physical needs they looked past those to what the lord was supplying them spiritually and how they were getting through that and trusting in his faithfulness Mm -hmm. so i think that is uh i think this is just a really cool how much you can dig just out of verse three and there's (laughs) 40 verses in just psalm 37 and i'd highly encourage you guys to read psalm 37 and study it along with emma and i it's very, very rich. Uh, we're kind of coming on to our 20-minute mark already, and we've gotten <laughs> so much good stuff. Uh, I mean, do you have anything to add to either something I said, or do you have something more that you want to talk mm-hmm. about? Yeah, I loved what you said, and just like bringing it back to the passage as a whole, um, it is such a strong um chapter like when you read it it's like whoa god is he's got us when we are um set on him and when we are pursuing him even when it looks like everything around us is falling apart or like the the people that we're looking at or the circumstances in our world where we're going um it seems like the people who are not the greatest are thriving and they are doing well and I am here and I am being persecuted but realizing like God has our back and he is going to sustain us um but then Mm. I just keep coming back to that whole like shepherd and his sheep like we are little lambs and I know like in the bible it talks about how in Proverbs, um, the righteous are as bold as lions. And this passage is talking about the righteous. And I think back to that, like, yes, we are bold and we are strong, but where does that strength come from? It doesn't come from us because we are little sheep that are constantly going astray or being attacked by predators or any number of things are just like randomly wandering off into Mm -hmm. a strange land that is not the promised land. Or like you talked about in your past episode, we're trying to go back to Egypt. Um, But like realizing that, yes, we are bold, but that boldness comes from us resting in Jesus and Mm -hmm. resting in the Lord and in his strength. Um, And that when we remain and rest and abide in our loving shepherd that that is when we are able to be strong and that is when we're able to fulfill the purposes that he has called us to yeah um but yeah that's really good well i think 
we will end on that sweet note right there. That wow, this has been a rich episode. I, I'm excited for the next one. Uh, the next episode that we have planned is on the fourth verse, and it starts with delight. So we're going to be talking about the delighting heart. We were talking about the abiding heart in this episode. And next episode, next week, we'll be talking about the delighting heart. And I'm actually really excited about this. Me too. So. Yes, catch us next week. I'm mm-hmm. going to be back here with Emma. <laughs> and so we'll be excited. So thanks, guys, for listening. And uh, yeah, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.